Hello, everyone. Welcome to class. We are going to talk today a little bit about time management and psychology. Psychology, time management together. It's going to be a great, great lesson. So let's start with a little bit of vocabulary, just basic stuff. So if you make something better, what's another word for make something better? Improve. Improve is good. What about it? It's like improve. You make it better, but you make it better for a specific purpose, uh, for a specific purpose, uh, person or purpose. <laughs> um, what you make it perfect. You make it. Um, you kind of tailor it, or you up optimize. optimize. Good, optimize. Okay, so we want to use optimize. Very good. So you, what about something that means like great or intense or deep? It comes from a, a Latin word. Pro... Profound. Good. Profound. <clears throat> okay, so for example, you have a profound story. It's a great story, an intense story, a deep story. It's profound, right? Uh, yeah, it's so. Hi, Stefan, are you here? Yes, I'm here. Sorry for being late. I had hardware problems. Uh, no worries. No, we saw you earlier, but we couldn't hear you. So that's why. Yeah, me too. <laughs> had to reboot. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. No worries. We just started, Stefan. We just started going over a few a few questions to optimize, to make better, to make perfect, to tailor to something. And the other one is profound, which means deep, intense, great. Good. Next one. If you if you have, let's say, every at work, every six months you have something that you need to achieve. Deadline? Mm, yeah, deadline like a project has deadlines, but this is more like in your career. Maybe goals. Goals is good. That's like one thing needs to get. These are one out of many. Milestone. Good milestones. Good. Good milestones. Right. So for a lot of people, there you have the professional milestones, like oh, or investment milestone. First, get to get to a hundred thousand uh, dollars net worth. Then after that, it's a million, maybe half a million. And then start slowly you build your your um, portfolio, right? But you have different milestones, which is it, a milestone can be a goal and a goal can be a milestone, right? But their uh, goal is more general, milestone is more specific. Good. I think this is enough for now. Okay. Oh, if you don't have something anymore. I don't have something anymore i had for example money but i uh, to be yeah. out run out run out. Go run out so i run out or i in the past i ran out so i ran out of money means no more money Finished. I had money before, but I don't have it anymore. 
I ran out of money. Good. You can you can run out of time. Right. You run out of time. I don't have any more time. Good. So we can jump into the first conversation. It is the topic of the lesson is why we are late. And you're going to choose one of these that that describes your attitude towards time. Before we start, let's just read it. So, Ferry, can you read this? Yes. So, time is a resource to be managed and optimized. Okay. So that's very, very straightforward. Time is just something you need to optimize and manage. Next one, Emily. Time is a profound mystery to be studied and understood. Good. Now, this one is a little bit more philosophical. You go deeper into it. You like the idea of time. Some people do. Some people uh, think it's a mystery. We like to study and think about it and understand it. Next one, Dennis, three. Uh, time is a constant pressure, always running out. Time is constant pressure. You're always fighting time, and it, you never have enough. It's always running out. Ooh. Okay, uh, Stefan, sorry. Move it back to this one. Time is a series of milestones and goals. That's it. Just time is just goals. It's, you know, it's, that's all it is. And uh, back to Ferry. Time exists only in the present moment. Good. So that one also is a little bit uh, philosophical, maybe existential. It only exists in the present moment. So maybe jump into your breakout room for a couple minutes and describe to your partner which one of these uh, quotes best describes your the way you see time. How do you see time? Very simple. Okay, so join your partner and let's talk. Define it. Well, I think nobody uh, has uh, enough time. That's why I would probably choose um, time um, exist only in the, let's see. The present moment? Yes. Wow. What only in the present moment. Huh? Can you explain to us what, what exactly that means? Time exists only in the present moment. Yeah, I mean, in uh, my concept of time, when I'm fully into my music, um, for example, when I uh, try to compose something or if I perform uh, if I perform on stage, for example, um, this time uh, it's kind of where I'm in the present moment. Mm -hmm. And on this time, uh, my expressions of emotions and the connection, uh, with the audience or with myself and it's kind of like uh, finding uh, the finding the inspiration for example for my musical ideas that's why I mean time exists only in the present moment because only in the present moment you could be expi uh, inspired oh interesting interesting yeah. Dennis, what do you think? Which one of these do you 
connect with most? Uh, for me, I think about time as a resource to be managed and optimized uh, because I'm also like technical guy and I like when everything uh, is done like step by step and you need to to give it some time and you I don't know it's like mm, you I I, I always uh, uh, think about time I lost so yeah I want to manage uh, all time I have but I also like options that uh, cho that chose uh, Emily because you need to think about yourself in present time to to live your life like full and take full breath breath like this something like this right exactly so be present be here and now yeah yeah be here and it's very important to not get depressed oh that's a good point that's a good yeah. point yes i like that awesome very good dennis very very good yeah so um so yeah you know time exists only sometimes you know the future exists in your mind but it exists now the yeah you don't exists. need now in your mind yeah yeah because we'll, we we lose a lot of uh, energy thinking about past and future so we need to live okay everyone great welcome back so today we're going to be moving quickly you know very dynamically and the video format is going to be different so we're going to watch the, the methodology is different it's you know kind of 30 seconds and then activity, 30 seconds video, activity, 30 second video, and then activity. Okay, so it's gonna be moving quickly, but it's very interesting. So here, we're going to listen to a person, you know, share something, okay? And um, and then we're try going to try to predict what the video is going to be about. All right, so here, let me pull the video up. And we will watch about 37 seconds, take notes. So what does he say? Do you agree with him? And what do you think the video will be about? Okay, so let's watch. Special time. Um, I'm someone I, with a slightly okay. tendency to be late. Slightly annoying for me, very annoying for everybody else. Okay. This video was supposed to come out in January. Yeah. So Emily, what did he say here? Oh, he just started that it's annoying if you are late. And actually, it's annoying for yourself. And it's also annoying for others. And that uh, uh, he mentioned that the video was supposed to come out in January. And I'm sure it's not January, like, I mean... Right, right, exactly, very nice, nice. Let's continue. But I'm not alone in being punctually challenged. A 2014 YouGov survey found that one in five Americans are late to work at least once a week. Actually, us millennials are worst at it. So what's going on? Some of us just more hardwired to be late than others. Okay, so Stefan, what was the, what did he say in this part? Um, he mentioned uh, studies in the US that one of five Americans are late, I'm not sure, once in a month or that I haven't catched that once exactly. A once a week. Once, once a week. Oh, okay. Thank you, Emily. And 
yes, and uh, this is um, this is a fact, and uh, it's different. Now he refers to the different ages of people and uh, different cultures. Right, exactly. The millennials, right? You know, it's we're the worst ones. So here we're going to jump into your breakout room and say, do can you relate to what he said? Do you feel annoyed? Are you always late? Okay. How annoying do you find it when people are late? And ask this question. Are you more likely to be late for work or for a meeting with friends? Which one has a higher probability? And what do you expect to learn from the video? Try to predict what the video will be about. Okay. So join your new partner and ask and answer these questions. like to arrive in time uh sometimes yes uh if it is important uh meeting uh, i i'm always uh in time and uh, for other meetings when i when i want to meet someone else outside i always uh, come early so for me mm -hmm. it's a uh, very important uh, to be uh, in time and i don't like i don't like when someone is late without any excuse yeah the same the, i i don't uh on time sorry on sorry. time yeah yes. i just wanted to and Go ahead, Dennis. okay uh i the same i feel the same and uh i just uh don't, they don't like when someone uh, is late uh, but uh, i have friends that uh, always late so i say him that i am i will arrive at eight o'clock for example but i am arriving at 8.20, for example, and uh, it's like uh, we always meet at this time about, but I always say that uh, I was waiting him about 20 minutes, so he was, so, so he can feel this, uh, like, sorry, <laughs> all the time. Okay, yes. That is not, I say him, but I tell them. Ah, uh, tell them. Tell them okay, or tell I, them. Yeah, I tell mm -hmm. them. But I also I also wanted to ask about uh, in time and on time. It's almost uh, we can say the, uh, both option, yeah. But so in not... time means before. So the context is important. So if if I arrive on time, means I it's at two o'clock, right? But like exact example, time. In with uh, flights, they tell you don't arrive on time. Arrive in time. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, yeah. And and typically with in time, they say in time for in time for the flight, meaning ahead ahead of time. Actually, okay. On time, time, it's if you if you arrive like uh, at the at the last moment, it's it's in time or on time. I mean, on time. On time is exactly. Yeah, and in time if you arrive before like thirty minutes. Okay. But nowadays in modern English, there's a lot of confusion there, you know, mm -hmm. so we just say ahead of time. Okay, Much understood. Clearer, you know, because there's sometimes, oh yeah, come in time. A lot of people be like in on and some people make mistakes. So when you say ahead of, mm -hmm. it's two hours before. 
that's better. Okay, so next question for you, Denis. How annoying do you find it when people are late? Uh, yeah, I find it's very annoying, but I can uh, I can understand if they can if they uh, will uh, like um, will say me reason why they late. Like if if they can uh, explain me, yeah, what 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 I was looking for. So yeah, if it's an important reason, I can be like not very. Um, it's not annoying, I would say. What do you think about it? Also, is it annoying for you a lot? Yeah, it's it's very annoying for me because, as I said, uh, I'm trying to to arrive uh, on time or ahead of time, five minutes before the meeting. And if someone is late for 10 or 15 minutes, uh, I'm waiting uh, 20 minutes in total. And uh, my life, sometimes I feel the time, do you know, like I kind yeah. of feel that time doesn't flow so fast. But in other days, I really don't know why, but I can't really uh, count the minutes because, I mean, it's just morning and then it's just evening. Mm -hmm. I also think it's because of the routine that we have. For example, if I drive somewhere, I mean, it takes time. Then I go back, I have lunch, etc., etc., And then like, it's like a one long day for a whole week. Uh, maybe we need to find uh, uh, how to measure it and mm -hmm. find the field that uh, would give us the chance to feel it differently. Then maybe uh, through this aspect, uh, we will have more time, do you know? Yeah, that's an interesting topic to think about. If time is going very slow, how does it feel? Feels it does it feel good or bad and that's um, interesting topic yeah <laughs> so true when you were um, in the mountains how did it feel very fast uh, normally it feels if, uh, if there is fun and uh, you have um, you spend your time together with good friends or family time goes very slow. Uh, very fast, sorry. Yeah. So that's, yeah, um, yeah I and think it's important to know. Yeah. And when you're at work and you're counting the minutes. Yeah. <laughs> it's <feels Yeah>. different. <laughs> yeah, it's very slow. Very yeah, slow yeah. For it takes forever. Good. <laughs> and so, Emily, what do you think the video will be about? I think the video will try to teach us uh, some lessons how how to be more uh, profound with our time mm. or we be better with our time uh, and I mean how to manage it better good good, good. awesome very nice so let's go back to okay everyone welcome back welcome back to the main session let me explain if you are always on time you are Punctual. Exactly. Yeah, you're punctual. And then, of course, punctuality, like you said. Uh, uh, okay, so, punctual is people are punctual. Punctuality, Stefan, like you said, it's 
the idea of being on time. Good, good, good. So punctuality is important. Now, another one, when you have something, let's say, and then you, you take it and you change the shape. Let's say- Form, a, to form. To form. Bend. Bend, good. To bend. To bend, okay, good. And um, next one, look at the chat. We have something, a task. Actually, I can do this with the share screen. So you have a task. Now people say do a task, that's okay. But there's a better one, which is a verb that comes from, let's say rugby or jujitsu or American football. Tackle, beat. Yeah, tackle, yes. You tackle something, right? You can tackle someone in rugby. If you like to play rugby, you can tackle a player from the opposite team, but you could also tackle a task. Very nice, very nice English. You know, it's not, it's modern, but it's also professional, right? So it's a nice combination of not super strict, not super conservative, you know, still modern, but um, professional. Next one, if you have one, two, three, what is this? These are numbers that are, that follow. Counts. Counting, good. Something that follows. Sequentially. Sequence. The sequence is the, what it is. And then as an adverb, so you have a verb plus sequence. Sequential. Yes, exactly. So not sequential, but sequentially. Sequentially. Okay, so if it's an adverb, it always has a lee. So you, you walk or you speak quickly. What? You, uh, you do something sequentially, right? You tackle tasks sequentially. Okay, nice, 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 nice. Okay, perfect. So we're going to watch this uh, the second part about a minute. And one of these things is something in the text is wrong and we need to find the mistake. All right, so let's see. Dennis, can you start reading this? Well, uh, timekeepers uh, typically display a sense of punctuality, often feeling anxious if they are not ahead of schedule. Good. And, and Harry? Timebenders aren't fans of a routine, often finding themselves quickly losing interest in family tasks. Nice, nice, nice. And uh, Emily? They can focus deeply on subjects that capture their interest and prefer tackling tasks sequentially, one at a time. Good. And Stefan, last one. They might have a messy desk, but demonstrate a remarkable ability to work efficiently under tight deadlines. Exactly. Nice. Okay, so we have timekeepers and time benders. So we're going to watch the, the rest of the video and um, 
and see what they have to say. Okay, so. This is something author Grace Pacey decided to look into to try and understand her own struggle with punctuality. In terms of personalities, it's a bell curve. At one end of the scale, there are people I call timekeepers who are anxious to be early. And at the other end of the scale, I call us time benders. A time bender doesn't like routine. We don't like tasks that are familiar. We get bored pretty easily. We can focus really well when we're interested in something. And if time is tight, you can work really effectively. If you wanted to walk into an office and pick the time benders, they are the ones with the messy desks because they don't finish one thing before starting another. Okay, I'm not gonna lie, that does sound a lot like me. And quite a lot of this seems to be baked into our personalities. So are there particular personality traits that might be leading us to be more regularly late? Okay, good. So here, go with your partner, you know, um, and yeah, try to find which, where's the mistake? Okay, where's the mistake? And then share something, something that you understood. Timekeepers versus time benders. Maybe you can say uh, if you are one or the other. That could be interesting. Okay, good. So join your partner for a couple minutes. Uh, so we should look for, for the mistakes, right? Mm. I'm trying to find. I didn't catch uh, if they are feeling anxious for the timekeepers, that thing. Well, that, that, that one's actually right. Yeah, they're timekeepers. Okay. Uh... Yeah. Feel anxious, yeah. If they're if they're not ahead of schedule, if they're not, uh, you know, they get nervous and they get un you know, uncomfortable if they're late or if they're not ahead of schedule. Okay. The ones that you think. Emily, do you know? Oh, 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 you ask me. I, I didn't hear. I didn't get it. Sorry. I mean, I think that for time benders, uh, the uh, how to say, uh, I mean, it's not exactly what they uh, wrote because, um, I mean, they're different and uh, like the desk is uh, kind of messy and uh, um, I mean, how to say they're uh, doing a lot of tests and they don't finish them uh, and they try to start a new thing and uh, they're not so concentrated and uh, for them, uh, the time management, right? Mm -hmm. It's uh, hard, I think, because they quickly lose uh, their interests. So do you think, uh, so time benders, do they do everything like they they do something, they finish it, and then they do the next one? And they finish and it. They don't finish. Right. So what sentence from the paragraph talks about that? I mean, they 
say they can focus deeply on subjects that capture their interest and prefer tackling tasks sequentially, one at a time. It's incorrect. That's right. Because, I mean, they can do a lot of things, you know? They don't finish and they try a new thing. But also the last sentence is incorrect. Actually, they said no, it's true. they do, they work well under tight deadlines. If it's a mm -hmm. really deadline, yes. they can, they, time benders, they can do well in those mm -hmm. circumstances. Uh, yeah. But this is the main one. They don't, they don't yeah. like doing tasks sequentially. They like to do tasks, you know, kind of meant like, oh, I'll do this. And then they like <laughs> doing it. And time disappears and it takes three hours, but they didn't see they didn't see time go by. <laughs> you see get lost in time and like, oh, really? Three hours? Oh, I didn't notice. You know, or start doing something and they jump on something else. The timekeepers, mm -hmm. they like to do things sequentially. Okay, good. So good. All right, very good. So let's see, maybe, um, maybe Ferry, can you describe in general, just with your own words and not too long, just something, uh, what, what is a timekeeper? Yep, so timekeeper is the person who likes to do tasks sequentially and he's a punctual and he likes to to finish the task before uh before taking a new one. Exactly. Nice. And, and uh, they are often organized organized as well. Right, right. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Very organized. Everything is very very perfectly in place. Now, Dennis, what is a time bender? How would you describe a time bender? Uh, I can describe time benders as a person, uh, persons uh, that cannot uh, do something according to schedule. It's easy for them to to do something like first hour, then uh, to switch over to other task. And uh, usually they don't finish anything. Uh, I don't know. I, I think that they can effectively start and leave it to timekeepers that can finish this project or something like that but they they great in uh, creating some beautiful task and projects i think like very cool persons yeah exactly yeah they are they are typically disorganized their their sense of time is different they bend time right they can manipulate time very well and they uh yep I was surprised that they said that, that sometimes they can work with very tight schedules. Tell them, okay, you only have one hour, then they can do it very quickly. But if they don't have that um, that limit, then you know time disappears for them. So very good. So let's see. Did you catch the mistake here? What where's the mistake? Maybe Emily, can you? Oh, sure, sure. They can focus deeply on subjects that capture their interest and prefer tackling tasks sequentially. Actually, here, prefer tackling tasks sequentially, 
one at a time, it's wrong because, I mean, they can do <laughs> a lot of uh, tasks uh, one at a time. Yeah. Timekeepers prefer to do tasks sequentially. Time benders don't. Not sequential. Right. It's just no. Um, but timekeepers are very organized. They like, they're very systematic. That's a nice word. Systematic. One, two, three, four, five. You know, time benders are like three, seven, one. Good. Now, next one, we're going to learn some advanced vocabulary. So these are nice, nice ones. Um, you might not know them, so don't worry if you don't know them. That's how we we grow by, you know, coming across new words, new vocabulary. So here, the way we'll do it is we'll read the sentences, and then the word that is highlighted you'll try to guess what it is. You'll try to guess the meaning or find a synonym or something else. Okay. So the word sloppy, inconsiderate, fidgety, conscientious, and then nonchalant or nonchalant. Some people say it like that. Okay. That's a French word. So nonchalant, courteous, and tenacious. Okay, so we'll do we'll do Stefan, Fairy, Emily, and Dennis. Okay, so Stefan, can you do the first one? I admire his uh, relaxed and carefree attitude to work, but he can be quite sloppy at times, which results in many errors. I would. Uh, translate or define sloppy as um, nonchalant. Yeah, it can be. It can be nonchalant, yeah. Uh, or or an, another word. Like if it's my, my desk is sloppy. There's papers everywhere. Uh, it's a mess. A mess messy, yes. Yes, exactly. Yes. Sloppy can be messy. Nice. So. So sloppy, and it's a little bit slang, but but it's still nice. It's not vulgar or anything. So you can use it at work. Sloppy, like a sloppy job, a sloppy you know desk. Good. Uh, next one, fairy B. She's so determined to pursue goals that she sometimes forgets about everything and everyone, and displays inconsiderate behavior. Unacceptable. Well, yeah, it's unacceptable. That's a, that's a good or, uh, but there's a specific one. So, she, mm. you know, she's inconsiderate. Let's say my neighbors play music in the middle of the night. They're very inconsiderate. Okay. Mm. Or people in the subway. Careless. Yeah. Careless can be also connected to it. So it's people who, who, uh, with other people, people in relation to other people, they don't, uh, you know, they don't care about other people, right? Or they don't, 
see what other they don't uh, recognize how other people feel, right? They're very kind of like selfish. They're inconsiderate. They don't think about others. Good, good, good. So careless is definitely connected to that, but it's always in relation to other people. Good, so inconsiderate. Next one, Emily C. Despite his brilliant mind and uh, diligent uh, approach to everything, he often appears fidgety during meetings, tapping his feet or playing with a pen. I mean, uh, it's probably uh, would be the right word, maybe uh, restless. Restless, yeah. And uh, I mean, it's uh, normally for people when they can't uh, see it or they uh, keep moving uh, around or doing something like uh, maybe they feel nervous. That's why it happens to them. So to fidget means kind of to play, like people fidget with their hair or with pens or things. Yeah. It's, um, so fidgety means that, that you, you're always fidgeting, right? Mm -hmm. so you're always moving around. Your fingers are always doing something. Mm -hmm. Good. Next one's so, uh, Dennis D. Okay. Uh, apart from being the most conscious conscientious person I know, uh, always double checking her work for errors. She's also consistently polite and consider and considerate in dealing with others. How to pronounce it? Yep. Okay. This one conscientious. Conscientious. Mm -hmm. What does it mean? I don't know how to dis describe it, but it's. it's I think that uh, it means uh, that she is all, also always in in the present time, and she knows what uh, others need from from her, and uh, she can do whatever you ask her. Yeah, like exactly. Conscientious, a person who thinks. Uh, thinks a lot. They think about other people. They think about the right thing to do, the wrong thing to do. They're, um, yeah, they're, they're very thoughtful. Thoughtful. I can't, this one is to think or to be aware of. From conscious, the subconscious, right? We have unconscious. And now conscience is connected to that. That's knowing what's right and what's wrong. Okay, so it's kind of connected to that. Right, so a person who thinks a lot. Next one, next one, next one. Uh, Stefan. With my restless nature, I always wonder how she managed to remain nonchalant, even in stressful situations, never letting pressure to go to her. Pressure get to her, yeah. So nonchalant. What does that mean here? Yeah, that's the the French uh, word, and um, nonchalant is um, if you take it uh, very easy, it doesn't uh, stresses you, and uh, you take it um, on the light on the uh, on a light shoulder, as we would say. Um, yeah, it doesn't depend. A lot. Yeah. 
You know, yeah, I like that light shoulder. Everything is light. They don't, oh, they're they're late, but they're very nonchalant. I mean, they don't care. They're like, oh, hi, how are you? Good to see you. Like nothing happened, right? So very relaxed, very light, lighthearted. Nice word. Good. Uh, back to fairy. F. Uh, um, courteous. Uh, her, oh, so, uh, courteous. Oh, courteous. Okay. A manner made her well liked by her colleagues and clients, even when she was careless and disorganized. Which words can I use? Mm, it's a good manner, yes, but I'm looking for a proper word. Uh, polite? Polite, yeah. Yeah, polite, elegant. So also comes the front root, the French have courtois, you know, also means, and it comes from court. Like in the court, do you know what the court is? Anyone like the king's court, the queen's court? It's where they sit. Where they sit, where they meet others. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like the social, the social environment for the aristocracy. That's the court. And so when you're courteous, means you behave in a way that's that's proper for the court very elegant, very well-mannered, very polite, like very said. So courteous, very nice word there. And um, maybe Dennis. He, uh, his tenacious personality helped him overcome many obstacles in his career, but not caring much about other people's feelings stopped him from becoming a good leader. I think uh, it means that he has this uh, personal. Uh, he has his this like um, part of his personality that help him to overcome many obstacles. Like he is very, he can uh, do whatever he wants. He wants just very hard. Mm. How to explain? It? Just to. To push forward all he wants. Exactly. Exactly. So if you're if you're tenacious, you don't give you don't give up. You don't give up. You work hard. You don't give any rest for you. Yeah, or you don't give up. You keep oh. you keep working hard. You you never give up. You you're tenacious, right? You keep you keep going at it. Good, good, good. So now we're going to discuss these questions. Now, so what are the major personality traits that affects a person, person's punctuality? So what is that? People who are punctual, what is their personality like? And people who are not punctual, you know, talk about their characters and their personality traits. Extra points if you can use these words nonchalant, courteous, tenacious, 
inconsiderate, conscientious, you know, sloppy, maybe even. If you wanted to find, find out if someone is punctual, what questions would you ask them? Okay, now, of course, not are you punctual, because that's not, you know, uh, something deeper. Think psychologically, think about questions that will are indirect, that will tell you if this person is punctual or not. Okay, and do you think timekeepers and time benders perceive? What does this mean, perceive? How you feel? Yeah, how you feel or how you see. How you see, how you feel about time. So do you think these two archetypes, right, or these two different personalities of people, do they see, do they feel about time differently? And how can it be measured or proved scientifically? Okay. Measured or proven, actually, but, but proved is okay. Proven scientifically, how? Okay, so this is hard questions, hard vocabulary, but it's good, it's good practice always to push a little, push the limit. So maybe join your partner and discuss these questions. Darsons. I think their maybe mindset and the way they prioritize tasks and uh, maybe even their like uh, mental health or uh, maybe what they got from their parents, do you know? Uh, maybe they saw that they, uh, parents like were really good on time management, for example and they've never missed deadlines and uh, maybe they learned from them and uh, what effects i think uh when we don't know how to man me measure the time and uh when we don't have a plan and uh of course maybe when we are like kind of a bit in la la land you know we're not so focused what do you think uh dennis so before, uh, you just uh, Emily, one thing you said: good on time management, not good on. Uh, good at time management, of course. Good at something, bad at something. Uh huh. Okay, Dennis, go ahead. Uh, yeah, you just uh, answered uh, this question completely, but uh, I also think that uh, major personality trait uh, something like. If you you must be raised uh, by people that always also know how to measure how to measure time and how to check time and uh, how to uh, how to I forgot what okay uh, you need to uh, follow uh, some uh, social rules and just uh, value times time of other people and it's like the the main trait that you don't that you think uh, okay uh, everyone will uh, wait for 10 minutes but when you when you're late all time it's annoying and you can lose your job or important uh, networks yeah 
networking with someone. So that's kind of that's how I see it. <laughs> okay, if you if you wanted to find out if timing when he completed uh, the task, so I I think for the punctual people, they know exactly what they are doing because they have a plan, so they can. Uh, they can uh, check in their past how they completed something or the task. Um, so that's the thing how I would find out. Yeah, and if your colleague says he's very good in multitasking, that means he's um, a little bit of um, nonchalant. Uh, he's a time he's a time bender hmm? more than time bender than a timekeeper. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, good right. question. Good, good questions. Any other questions to find out if someone is punctual? Someone is a timekeeper or a time bender? Hmm. I would ask if uh, this person is um, very polite or very, very um consci conscientious 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 yes and um if he if he says yes he is uh, then it's a timekeeper yeah exactly because many times timekeepers they do have they're very conscientious they're very considerate of other people mm -hmm. you're right and people who are you know time benders many times not always there's a lot of and then they say it's like a bell curve. So no mm -hmm. one is exactly on one side or the other. And people can change sides too. They can be yeah. a time bender, but with training and a practice, and you know, then they can change. But you're right. A lot of the time benders, many times they're, they, they don't think about others. They're just like, oh, I'm doing my own thing. So that's a good, good question. Good question. Uh, maybe we can jump into the last one, unless... Fairy, you you think of you can think of any other questions. Um, no, I don't think so. Okay, so maybe fair you can jump into the last. Uh, you yeah. can tackle the last question. So, do you think timekeepers and time benders perceive time differently? Oh. Yes. Uh, I think time benders, uh, if they don't have a time to complete something, uh, they will always, always delay. That's my opinion. And for the timekeepers, they they are focused on one task. They they want uh, to complete the task uh, as soon as possible. Okay, interesting, interesting, nice. And uh, Stefan, anything that you would like to add? Do they see the time differently, these two archetypes? Yeah, I would also absolutely agree that time benders perceive time in another way because uh, they time isn't the most important resources for time benders. Uh, that's they are more result oriented and um, they uh, stretch time. So uh, yeah, that's that's not a. Um, it's not their most important point to to reach the deadlines. Exactly. Very interesting, right? Because we think that it's something, uh, you know, 
fixed, but in terms of psychological time, they can bend it. They can mm -hmm. extend it, extend it or shorten it in their mind, of course. Right? For the outside world, it's different, but for the inside world, they bend it. And uh, so psychologically, it's a different perception. They're very different. Okay, great. So we'll go back to the main room in just a few seconds. Okay, everyone, welcome back. Okay, so now we're going to watch this video. And the, the methodology is about sometimes good to answer a question and then compare your answer to what the experts say. Because then your brain already processed the question and then now you will hear a different answer maybe or a similar answer to yours. It's a really good exercise for the mind to, to do this, right? to answer a question first and then hear the expert's um, answer, all right? So compare your information, your answers to the information in the video. Let me just check, it's one, okay, 259, okay, good. When it comes to lateness, one of the major personality traits is conscientiousness. Now, conscientiousness is one of the big five personality traits, along with things like agreeableness and extroversion. It's really important. You can measure it by asking people questions about kind of how, how tidy they are, how organized they are. One of the questions does concern whether they're punctual. You know, all of these things about whether you're a kind of very ordered person. Right, so perhaps I'm just not a very conscientious person, but I can't help but feel maybe there's more going on in my head with the way that I'm able to keep track of time. Grace Pacey thinks that those of us who are time benders experience time in a different way to others. We have a different perception of time to most people. Every minute isn't the same length for us. Time can speed up and slow down. We can get deeply engrossed in something and not be aware of time at all. On the other hand, if we have a deadline, we can work really effectively. Interestingly, a 2016 study by Washington University psychologists found something similar. They looked into our ability to mentally measure time, which they described as our time-based perspective memory. In an experiment, the subject had a set time to complete a task and even had a clock they were allowed to check. However, the tasks were designed to be engrossing, to distract people from clock watching. Their results were clear. Some people were naturally better at estimating the passing of time and using those memories to effectively plan in the future. What frustrates me, though, is that I'm not late for Okay, good, good, good. So now share what you understood. Share what you understood from this video here, okay? Or this part of the video. How do they perceive time? How are they different? Can, it, can you measure it? Maybe talk about the, the study that they did, you know, with that activity, right? The activity and keeping time. Okay, so uh, join your partner for a few minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. So he was talking about uh, studies of Washington University, and um, I understood that per um, time perceive perception uh, is different in people's mentality and also people's brain. 
and um, this has to do with uh, the time-based perspective hmm? sounds complicated yeah <laughs> for me too i mean i think uh, that they described for us the conception of uh, feeling the time for some uh, people and i mean if they don't uh, check the time uh, some people feel the way time uh, is passing and others uh, they don't have this ability and it depends on the routine that we are doing for example if you read something and you are really deep into your reading mm. then maybe you can't uh, measure your time because i mean you don't understand the way time flows yeah yes that's the, the interesting thing he said was the relation to to plan the future uh, so if you forget time then you don't think about the future and uh, you don't you forget to plan the future that's the mm -hmm. that's how i catched it but yeah. i'm not sure hmm? <laughs> <laughs> and of course like if you have a deadline mm -hmm. then you can uh, work uh, more efficiently right yeah yeah and the pressure yeah 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 i heard it from the concept of musicians, for example, uh, in USSR, when they gave them the plan and, uh, I mean, exactly what the song they needed, like authors were quite better than nowadays because they were pressured uh, by the deadline. Yeah, very nice. So maybe, Emily, you said something very interesting. Why don't you share it with everyone? Yeah, <laughs> I kind of found a parallel concept that happened in USSR uh, between the musicians uh, when the government forced them what to compose and uh, which song uh, concretely they needed. Uh, actors were more efficient with their work, you know, because, I mean, they uh, had the deadline and it pushed them forward and they got better pieces of music yeah many people when you give them a, a deadline right especially especially if they are time benders they can compress the time so normally right they bend time right so they say oh you have one hour to do it then they'll do all the work in one hour because their brain says okay this is what i have but if they don't have that they can extend it Right. So that's a good, that's a good point. Very good. So it is the only part that I'll explain here is, is that, yeah, they perceive time differently, right? So they can, time can slow down or it can speed up. And this is psychological time. It's not the, the clock. The clock stays the same, but psychological time, you know, uh, slows down or speeds up. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, um, that's very interesting. A lot of philosophers and physicists, big, big physicists actually say that collectively, even though we think a second is always a second, it isn't. In quantum physics, there is the idea of time is speeding up. So every second, every, every second that passes is faster than the one before. 
but it's so infinitesimal that a second in the past was, uh, you know, that was different than a second today, even though we think they're all the same. But that's 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 beyond. That's quantum physics. That's a different thing. So right now we're going to go back and watch uh, about a minute here, okay? And they have a few a few questions here that you will elaborate. So you will give more information about this. So I can be on time when it matters, when it's important, when it's I can be on time when it matters. Deadlines should have consequences. Interesting. You will elaborate. You will agree, disagree, give more details. Social expectations make it harder for you to change your habits. Social expectations, what other people expect from you or what society asks you to do. This is what you should do your, or your friends, your family. This is how you should behave. That makes it harder for you to change your habits. Okay, so here, think about these questions and we will look at this. Okay, why we are late. Good, I think it's about two minutes. Everything. I never miss planes. I'm pretty good with trains. But getting my daughter to nursery on time each day or turning up on time for social gatherings is always a struggle. One of the most revealing things that came out of my research was that we're not late for everything. We can be on time when it matters. And what that means to us is that there are consequences for our being late. The time is when we slip into our worst time bending and when there are no firm deadlines and no consequences. And that tends to be for social events. So when we say, I can be on time when it matters, we can be very hurtful to the people in our lives who matter because they are the ones that see us always being late. I think it's really helpful to recognize the power of deadlines and how important it is that they are real, external and have consequences. Just asking for a deadline or even suggesting a deadline puts it out there in the real world and therefore we take it seriously. We cannot pluck a deadline from the air and work to it. It has to have consequences. As it's our friends who often feel the full force of our lateness, most friendship groups usually have that person who is known as being the late one. If yours doesn't, then it's probably you. However, these social expectations can make the problem worse. If you know people are expecting you to be late, it's more likely that you will be. One problem with people who might be known for being late is that they just assume that's something that's so much a part of their genes and their makeup that they don't even try to kind of correct the behaviour. So it's really in this way that our kind of beliefs about ourselves can become a self-fulfilling prophecy. Um, and that can actually be quite self-sabotaging when with a bit of effort, we might be able to change. And it's that. Okay, good. So before we, we get some tips right here, just go for a few minutes and and discuss, choose some of these points, A, B, or C, so exercise number seven, and then give more information about it from the video or from your what you understood or you interpreted. Okay, so let's see, you can join your partner again.
So what do you think about first one? It can be on time when it matters. Yeah, I understood that um, when um, asking when you when uh, that when you have a deadline and when this deadline has consequences, uh, you're absolutely able to be on time uh, because it's kind of um, social behavior and uh, you know uh, you have to be and then you are it's uh, like a self-fulfilling prophecy yeah, what do you think yeah the same when uh, when we have something that we must uh, be on time uh, to get some uh, positive uh, consequences for example for promotion or new offer for a job uh, yeah we we will be on time because it matters for us so yeah it depends on how you uh, how you uh, how you feel this like for example what you what you plan and if you think it's valuable for you you will be on time and um, all, all, all this. Yeah, that's true. Oh, that's true. That's yeah. True. Great. And 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 Stefan, what do you think about C? Do social expectations make it harder for us to change our habits? Yeah, I absolutely uh, agree because uh, it's kind of pressure and. Um, if you you are all you're acting always in a social content and um, then you you think about what people are thinking about you and uh, and then uh, you you um, you're not yourself sometimes and uh, you act as the others as the peer group um, where you where you are at at this moment. Yeah. Exactly, it's almost like you fulfill your role. They say, "Oh, you're the late one," and you're like, "Okay, I'm the late one, so I can be late." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I have I have this friend that always late, and I know that he will be late, and he is always late. I think that uh, it's my fault also, <laughs> because <laughs> I never arrive uh, on time when he. I know that he will be late. Like, it's a new, uh, yeah, new law. Yeah, because there's no consequence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, everyone great one last part so we're going to watch about one minute here and they're gonna they're gonna share how we can become more conscientious what we can do so these are the tips okay so maybe catch catch your favorite one here and then you'll share it with your partner that idea that we can choose to change our personality that our personality traits aren't set in stone destined from birth but rather can be malleable that's one of the most exciting recent developments in psychology. For example, some studies have shown that I could train myself to be more conscientious. These studies have tended to last, you know, a few weeks to a few months. They try to get the participants to just do things like form a detailed schedule for each day um, to kind of, you know, set aside a time to kind of organize their desk, if that's messy, their room, if that's messy. You know, all of these things that we know that people with natural high trait conscientiousness do and they might lack. And what happens is that just by practicing those things and kind of being a bit more conscious about when you do them, um, it just forms these kinds of mental habits. It just helps to kind of retrain the brain a little bit. So being a time mender is to some degree part of our personality. And some of us might be better at mentally keeping track of time than others. However, that doesn't mean we have to accept that we will forever be the late one. 
by setting ourselves meaningful deadlines with consequences. And by retraining certain behaviors, we can alter our personality and hopefully improve our punctuality. Oh, damn, sorry, I've got to... <laughs> the British humor, very special, very special. Okay, so um, join your partner here for <laughs> one or two more, two minutes and um, share, share what, what can you do if you want to become more conscientious and more punctual, what can you do? What are the steps? So join your partner. Let's train ourselves. Hmm? Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, so I think that there was a research and they were um, checking their personalities. If the time benders or yes, time benders, uh, if they can uh, improve or change their behavior or their personality. And it was shown that uh, over time it's uh, possible to be a uh, more punctual. So they they need to fix or try to get used to used to it. Um, your brain um, should uh, adapt uh, to new things and to be more punctual. So uh, it's possible. Retrain, retrain the brain, right? Right. Yes. Anything else, uh, Stefan? I have uh, also understood that um, it's not uh, we don't have to accept our um, born uh, personality or our DNA. We have we can um, uh, we can train ourselves and improve our personality, um, setting deadlines and train and do it again and again, and then you can. Um, improve uh, yourself yeah right. and change your behaviors exactly yeah exactly so all of these things we think oh it's my personality i can't change it's my genes it's my dna mm. some of that out uh, they say what did they say about consequences did any deadlines should have consequences yes you get what you measure hmm? right yeah. you get what you measure nice yeah. nice uh yeah, exactly. Next question. So, of course, you. So we can even put consequences on ourselves. Some people think, oh, only your boss can give you a consequence. No, but you can say, okay, if I don't do this, if I don't finish this task today before six o'clock, I'm not going out. You know, now whether I do go out or not, that's a different question. But you put a consequence. But you know, <laughs> yeah. All right, everyone. Great session. Okay, so we got to everything. Okay, you know, sorry if it was very too fast paced, but I wanted to make sure that we finished everything by the end of class, but we did. So very good. Very good lesson, everyone. Any questions uh, before we finish? It's okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> good, David. Yeah, I'm a timekeeper. I'm a timekeeper. I had to make sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Well, have a good one. Take care, and I'll see you next time. Okay. Thank you very much. See you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.